Now, there's been some NRL news over the weekend, Wayne, and when we have NRL news, there's, there's only one man we turn to, and that is James Sully Sullivan. And he joins us now on the show, a couple of uh, Canberra lads, Canberra-based lads, behaving inappropriately, perhaps. Hello, Sol. <laughs> and it wasn't me, Dunny, okay? <laughs> I wasn't there. Uh, What's going on? What, it's, it's the unfortunate thing, isn't it? I mean, it, what we're a week out before trial games start and then something like this happens that just think, oh, well, the rugby thugs are out there again. Oh, oh it's been such a lovely off-season since the World Cup and... Unfortunately, yeah, it, but I tell you what, boys, and, and let's be honest, and Dunny, me and you are sensible men. Jacob, he, he's got, still got a little bit of razzle-dazzle in him, oh. but um, mate, not much good goes on at 3 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> no. really. No, no. no, so, no. Um, but it's obviously now, but I tell you what's breaking, though. And both men are on their way to New Zealand as we speak. Um, they met at, they, they were both at Sydney Airport this morning to... Um, Jump on the plane to Rotorua, of course, in Auckland for this um, All-Stars game on Saturday. So we'll, we'll watch this space to see what the league does. I'd be personally very, very surprised if, um, well, you, you'd think the league might take some sort of action and maybe stand them down. But it, I, I can guarantee you guys they were at the airport this morning and they are on their way. And obviously what you read about it now, and obviously a lot more breaking here in the nation's capital this morning, is they were... They were in a nightclub. They were both told to leave, and then they just decided to have a bit of fun and started having a bit of a wrestle and a shove. Uh, we know they're good mates, um, and they're apparently they're very good at goading each other, stirring each other up. Like, let's have an arm wrestle and let's have a... But it doesn't explain the stupidity. You know, as I think the perfect thing you said, Dunny, was, you know, they're a week away. You know, we're a week out of official launch of the NRL season for 2023. So I guess the follow-up question, so with what you've just said yep. there, is this a storm in a teacup? Are we making a story out of something that maybe isn't that large? Jacob, so um, they've been charged. Uh, so at the end of the day, it, I suppose it is. It is live natter, live natter, isn't it? You know, when you think about it. But um, by the looks of it, reading this morning, it took four police to, you know, they grabbed Latrell and got him to the ground and there was on his shoulder, my shoulder, he was yelling out but um, talking to a few people as I said, I've never been in the Civic at that time of the night but they reckon there's uh, a lot of police ready to rock and roll if there's any sort of little bit of trouble so obviously um, the boys just winding each other up stirring each other up, that was enough for the police to grab them. But um, The thing that disappoints uh, me, Sola, in that, I would imagine yep. that they it's just to, just not the two of them out, that they'd be out with their mates, that the mates don't step in and say, come on, you know. And, well, and that, that's a bit that disappoints me in a way. As far as I know, it was just um, Jack and Latrell were the two asked to leave the nightclub. Um, and there wasn't many others. They, what happened, it was the 30th birthday, as we know, for Jack White, and then they had a function out at Queanbeyan, at Walsh's Hotel in Queanbeyan, and they were all there. Ricky Stewart was there, all the players, and... And only a few went back into Civic, Dunny. So um, I'm not 100%. As far as I know, there was no other players around because it just says friends and, and on, onlookers saw the incident. So, yeah, I, I'm not 100% sure. But I'm, I'll tell you one thing, though, Dunny. I'm not going to jump in if um, the police are rapping with me. I'll let me make it taken care of. I don't want to get in trouble either. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I understand that. But they, yeah. You try and avoid it anyway. Anyway, what we shouldn't be oh, yeah. spending too much breath on this. What else is happening with this game on the weekend? How's that looking? Well, lots of lots of outs, lots of 
and you look at the um, the Maori squad. You know, Joey Manu's. Uh, I believe he's got a, a, a um, I think it was a jaw, a facial fracture from um, training, so he's out. Jared Waria Hargraves, he's got a calf problem, so he's out. Nelson is so for Solomona. What about this? He got bitten by a dog. Um, so he's got a dog bite, and they're worried about infection. Brave dog. He's a big boy. Um, so, and then Dejan Arcee's gone. Stephen Tour, Deline Bettini, this is Zanzac. So there's five gone, six gone out of the Maori squad, and the Indigenous squad has lost four as well with the big name Josh Adokar. Um, he's not playing. He, he reckons he's not ready. Yeah, and, and I, mate, I applaud the decision by Josh Adokar. He's copped a little bit of flack over here saying, people say, oh, you know, you're doing this, you're doing it for your club, you're doing... But at the end of the day, he played in a World Cup grand final the last weekend in November. So you think about it, their, their mandatory step stand down is eight weeks. So that's what they, they're allowed to do. And a lot of the players that played in that World Cup final from Samoa and Australia have both um, come back a little bit earlier, and that car was one of those, but he's, he's pulled out. But um, his, his replacement goes all right, that Dane Laurie from the West Tigers, he's pretty handy. So, yeah, a, a few players have pulled out, but let, let's get it underway, and let's just hope, you know, with um, we've still got talking about, you know, between the, the Players Association and the NRL, we haven't resolved anything there since I last spoke to you. Um, they had three to four days of meetings last week, and there hasn't been a rumour out of any of it. James, does the uh, t- the clubs the, the clubs err on the side of caution with these with, by sort of not letting these blokes play or you know with their little injuries do they err on the side? Well, I, I think so. Uh, and and at this, as you know, like it, it's February that the NRL season itself is thirty one weeks. You throw in the <laughs> you know you throw in this game and you throw in the preseason. You're playing football for thirty four weeks of the year, aren't you? Yep. Um. So and I I think that's a good point you make, Danny. And They've got to look after their investments, and their investments are their players. So I'm sure if there's any little niggles, the clubs would be just saying, hey, um, you know, how about you just miss this one, and, you know, how about we just get you ready for round one? So um, I don't, and it's an important game, and it's not a game, I heard something yesterday, it's not a game the NRL make money on. It's not a money grabbing, it's about heritage, isn't it? You know, for the All Stars and the Maori. So that's why it's been taken in New Zealand this year. Um, it'll be well received over there. And just, um, but back to your original question, mate. Yeah, I think the clubs would err on the side of caution if the players have got a little niggle or two. James Sully Sullivan with us uh, with that uh, All Stars match coming up this weekend, uh, the Maori and Indigenous All Stars game for the men and the women. And as uh, Sal mentioned, players on the plane over for that game, preparing for it today. A big week of publicity leading into that match. Uh, do we have the other trial games? The other preseason trial games starting? We got one Thursday, so. Yeah, we had a couple over the weekend, and we saw the Redcliffe uh, Dolphins. They had their first run. They had, a, they had a, a game against the Queensland Cup side up there, and they had a win. They didn't kick goals. Uh, and Brisbane also had a, the Broncos gaze there because obviously there's still a couple of places left for their 30-man NRL squad. And uh, North Beach, former North Beach junior Joshy Rogers, he played for the Broncos on the weekend. They had a good win as well, so... Um, yeah, just a couple of clubs, you know, uh, getting themselves ready to rock and roll. You know what it's like, guys. You know, you, you can only train for so long, and I think the players really appreciate it when they get onto the field of play and sort of, you know, can throw the ball around and have a bit of fun. 
Hey, Sol, uh, we're looking forward to the uh, the start of the season proper, and particularly you mentioned Redcliffe and the interest there uh, with uh, Wayne Bennett at the helm and uh, a very new organisation that will be in their first season. Um, how do you think they'll handle the expectation and the pressure? Yeah, well, the, the pressure, I think they'll be OK. It's interesting last week, Jesse Bromwich, the experienced Jesse Bromwich, of course, uh, from the Melbourne Storm, was named as their original first captain. So, um, yeah, I, I, I think, like we spoke about it last week, I, I've, their biggest problem is probably going to be their depth, that they're... Their side, when you look at their forward pack, it's a, it's a very, very solid forward pack, mate. I, I can see them. You know, everyone reckons they're going to run rock bottom, but I think what the best thing for them is their depth, as in NRL level, will be a little bit thin, but in years to come, it's such a great, you know, area. And I think they'll get the players they want eventually. So, And no doubt, they'll unearth a couple of Queensland Cup boys or New South Wales Cup boys that have been given their opportunity in their squad. So uh, looking forward to seeing that young Katoa, the 5'8", the young boy from Penrith. He's only 18. He played in the World Cup. Um, so he's a kid that I'm really looking forward to see how he will go. But as I said, that forward pack, you know, with both Bromwiches, Mark Nichols, Kafusi, he's a pretty handy, experienced forward pack. So now watch this space with them. But I, I, I think they'll go at cut. In different leagues, whether it's AFL or NRL, you, there are certain clubs you, you, the, the authorities want to succeed in a way because they have such an influence on the, the whole competition. The Broncos are probably one, you know, to, to try and keep it strong up there in, in Brisbane. Um, where are they at? And and is that a fact that, you know, that the, the NRL would be hoping that they, they are very, very competitive? Well, it's just an area up there now, isn't it? Because you've got to go, when you look at it, all of a sudden now, you know, it was all there, wasn't it? Even out, out into that Redcliffe area, out a little bit higher up, you know, as you go up the Queensland border. All of a sudden, now we've got a side like Redcliffe in it. You've got the Gold Coast down the other end. So, it, mate, it's a massive year for the Broncos and Kevy Walters. It is an absolute massive year. So, um, it's a good point you, you made, Dunny. And I, I think, you know, the realms of um, what's happened in the past with the Broncos... They've been disappointing the last few years. And that's and they were once the biggest franchise, not just in rugby league, but nearly in Australian sport, weren't they? Yeah. So, as you say, the new kids on the block, be interesting to see how they go. And winning games early is such a key for all these clubs. It definitely is. Hey, so we're looking forward to the season ahead. And with these trial games being played, means the serious stuff isn't too far away at all. Thanks for joining us as always. No worries, boys. Yeah, looking forward to Saturday. Should be a beauty. Yep. Yeah, that will be a great All-Stars game for the men and the women. The Indigenous Be Maori All-Stars, which is now becoming rather um, traditional at this time of the season.